Welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm your host and soul alchemist, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for practical guidance and flow for your modern life through this time of ascension. Non-negotiable right now, prioritizing yourself and the quality of your self-care. Now, before I hop right into the podcast episode today, I do want to remind you there's not much time left to submit your application for Rise of the Initiates. So if you are resonating with my message lately, if you are resonating as a light worker, a way shower, somebody who's working with the energies of Ascension, who's ready to really show up, really dig in, then please click the link in the show notes below so you can submit your application for that. All right, so I have been talking about retreat mode recently, and I want to start this off with some clarity. The self-care that I'm talking about is everyday self-care. So I do believe that many of us require deeper retreats to commit, say, days at a time to our self-nourishment. But today I want to look at spiritual self-care in the modern world, so kind of your day-to-day life. We live in this really crazy time where we're witnessing the transition from 3D, purely physical, dense reality to 5D, more connected, multidimensionally, more self-aware, more connected to our potential, to unity consciousness and to peace, right? So this is, it's obviously a beautiful place we're headed to, but the transition can be ugly. <laughs> so we're the bridge right now. We jump back and forth from 3D to 5D all the time. And one of the energies that we're bringing forth is that if you're involved in this work of ascension in any way, if this is your chosen path, then your self-care is non-negotiable. I mean, it's pretty non-negotiable for everybody, but especially if you're in this space, quality self-care is non-negotiable and it has to be your own, you have to be your own number one priority. And the logical mind, the you know, your mind, your mental energy is going to give you a million reasons why you can't be the number one priority. There's always going to be another reason there. So we want to quiet the mental energy a little bit. If you do notice that's coming up for you. You can be spending time every single day doing activities that you qualify as self-care, but never actually really getting the benefit of the activities. And maybe you felt that before. And it's almost like kind of this energy of like, oh, I finally get time to relax, now I'm going to relax. But then you feel so much pressure about relaxing that you are not relaxing at all. This has been a theme for me for many years. I'm still unwinding my desire to be always productive. This pattern ebbs and flows, just like all the patterns in our life. But when I'm in the middle of, say, a quantum leap, like an upgrade, um, moving more into my genius, that's when uh, this energy comes back to me that's always got to be productive. It's right at the forefront of the picture. And sometimes I catch it, and other times it goes on for a few days or weeks before I realize that the quality of my self-care needs my focus. Because when I'm in this energy, the... uh, energy that I put into my self-care is still that frantic energy so that I'm not getting the full benefit of my self-care like I could. So years ago, I reframed self-care into another productivity activity. So the more self-care I do, the more productive I will be, right? So again, I'm still working in the mental energy. And this was a very... um, a very good starting point. So it was opening a gateway for me to take some of the time that I needed to stay balanced. So it was a good first step. Yet when I approached self-care with this agenda, I found I spent most of the time trying to self-care and still in the energy of struggle, pressure, and unease. So how do you get the most out of your self-care while also stepping fully into the energy of peace, nourishment, and really recharging? 
My personal opinion is that you have to know yourself and you have to prioritize yourself. If you get those two things, then you can really make the most out of self-care. And it's also really, it's time to get firm with boundaries right now. This past new moon, which when I'm recording this, the new moon was just yesterday on July 20th, we're setting ourselves up for the rest of 2020, what that's going to look like, what that's going to feel like for us. And for many of you out there, getting yourself care boundaries, standards and priority set is really key right now. If we want to show up in a bigger way, if we want to be this ascension, we want to be this potential, we want to you know, we want to be the change. If we want all those things, we need to show up for ourselves first and foremost. It's the number one, number one, number one thing. The more you know yourself, the more aligned and clear you're going to be about the type and frequency of self-care that you need. Just like there is no one diet or meal plan that's going to be optimal for everybody, there's no self-care that's better than any other. It's just about knowing what works for you. So your personal mastery journey is also unique to you. That you're going to be the highest authority on this subject for you. Whenever you're trying to come up with what the best self-care is for you, you are the highest authority on that. When you tune into your self-mastery and claim your role in the ascension process, your self-care is going to come up for review if it hasn't already. And it may be something that's come up for review quite a few times for you. And then finally, right now, the universe is throwing everything at you so that you realize that no matter what's going on around you, you must prioritize yourself in order to be able to show up. So here are some examples. Again, this is just from my personal experience, just a few examples. There's tons of, tons, tons of ways to do self-care out there. So use your imagination and have fun with it. Um, these are just some examples on choosing self-care that's going to be the most nourishing to you based on, you know, the first, those first four layers of the auric field, right? So let's look at physical. So let's look, let's start at the body. Let's start at the most dense level, right? If you're processing ascension symptoms and anybody who's listening to this, I'm going to assume you know what ascension symptoms are. Otherwise you can Google that. But if you're feeling physically exhausted or drained or even overly frantic or chaotic energy, physical self-care is probably what you need right now. Now, personally, when I need physical self-care, grounding is my number one priority. My connection in nature, along with mindfully connecting to the earth and feeling the connection, is that's the number one thing that my body almost always needs, right? And I mean, this could take the place, this could also look like an Epsom salt bath or something like that. Um, grounding meditations and crystals also help here. But for me personally, my physical body needs the earth connection. The earth connection is so key. Um, sometimes it's yoga or movement, any movement of your choice, whatever you're drawn to, right? There's, you're not going to get more out of yoga than you're going to get out of a walk if you prefer walking, right? If you don't enjoy yourself in yoga and you're in your head the whole time trying to enjoy it, but you just go out for a walk and your physical body feels refreshed, don't force yourself to do yoga. Again, self-knowing and honoring yourself. Sometimes there's literally stagnant energy that needs to be moved out with dynamic action. Often whenever we're processing um, emotional, mental, spiritual resistance, our physical bodies still also need to release. So they'll release toxins or they'll release all types of stuff that we're physically holding on to um, that relate to that, that thing we've just processed out of. So it needs some dynamic energy to let those go. And sometimes it's going to need habit changes, right? So listening to your physical body, we might need call, 
feel called to drink more water, get more rest, um, get more movement, get more sleep, change our diet, change our sex, sexual habits. Like it could be anything. Our bodies will always let us know what we most need, but we have to ask, we have to listen, and we have to take action on it as well. So physical self-care, first category of self-care. So again, what you can do, um, and just have fun with this, but what you can do is you can ask yourself when you're feeling slightly off balance, which area really needs my focus right now? Is it my physical body? Okay, now let's move on to the next one. So next further out from the body. So we're getting a little bit less, a uh, little bit less dense, but still pretty dense as we go into the mental, mental self-care here. So if you're finding that thoughts and beliefs just won't leave you alone and you know that you're not for your highest good, then this is a beautiful stop on the path of personal mastery. I, I love this space personally. Um, when you're mindful of your thoughts and even more of your belief programs, then you have the choice to keep them or change them. So some mental self-care ideas is to uh, journal or try mindfulness meditation. Those are my two absolute favorites. So journal is my number one go-to for both emotional and mental self-care. Getting clarity for me personally is an act of self-care. So I have this big soul purpose connection to information in general, to clear communication and awareness, right? And that's part of why I connect so easily into the Akashic Records. So it's a natural zone for me. And again, because of my self-knowing, I understand that free journaling might not be what I feel like doing, but almost always exactly what I need. So that's for me personally. And again, that's showing the benefit of whenever you really know yourself, you know what's going to work for you. Now, mindfulness meditation is my second suggestion here. Just quieting the mind, practicing this. It's probably not going to go awesome the first time you try it. Continue practicing with this. My go-to is some brainwave music and then just focusing on my breath. And I think mindfulness like meditation was the very first meditation I ever started out with. Just kind of that silent um, where you're just focusing on your breath. Maybe you're counting your breaths. You're being aware of any thoughts that are coming into your mind. And you're just either you know letting them um, drift out of your awareness, kind of like a cloud or a car driving by or something like that. I personally love that process. It works really well for me. Now, if you try to do that and you find that um, the mental energy is too much, right? You can also drop down into your heart chakra first. So you just take your focus down because when our focus is on our, our head, it's, you know, when, it, when we're in this mental energy, then sometimes it can be tricky to stop the process. But if you first drop your focus and attention into your heart and you stay there for a few minutes, it can be much easier to understand and choose differently with your mental energy. So you're not only using um, mental energy in your brain, you're using the intelligence and your wisdom in your heart as well. And you can even drop that down, right? I resonate in the heart chakra for this work. You might resonate by dropping down into the solar plexus and working with the brilliance down in that space. So again, and then you're able to come back up to the mental energy once you're a little bit more balanced. But again, mental self-care, um, one of my favorite uh, areas because of, because of my soul connection to the energy of information in general. 
Next category is emotional self-care. So when you find that your emotions are all over the place, <laughs> and I mean, if you have been here and present in 2020, you must have had at least a few points where your emotions have been all over the place. Um, or you find that you're sucked into heavy emotions. Again, a really common theme right now. Now, your mental energy is also very tied in because your mental energy is more um, like electric, right? And your emotions are more the magnetic uh, chemical version of those electrical thoughts. So if you have no idea why the emotions are coming up, that might be a good place to start because sometimes awareness alone can really relax those heavy emotions and let them dissolve. My go-to tool for emotions is first to feel it. Let myself accept that I am feeling it. Let myself release judgment that I am feeling it. If I'm avoiding something that's coming up for me, if say I'm feeling anxiety throughout the day and I avoid it, avoid it, avoid it, that's gonna keep coming up and that's gonna stay with me until I'm like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I accept that I am feeling this way. Now let me breathe into it, let me feel it, and let me handle it from here and then it's gone. So it's like, it's like that task on your to-do list that's gonna take 20 seconds, but you avoid it and you spend so much mental and emotional energy on it, maybe over the course of a month, that you, know, you just kind of come back and say, why would I spend so much of my mental and emotional energy on something that only takes me 20 seconds to do, right? It's that same thing with emotions, just letting yourself feel it. Um, releasing that judgment. So that's my number one. That's again, for me personally. So these are just suggestions to get your creativity rolling. Um, creating a safe space for myself to process and heal is very important. Um, sometimes during ascension, we can experience emotions as energies are released. Like anytime we're doing an upgrade or releasing or inner energy clearing or anything like that. Whenever energies are released from our system, um, sometimes they just want us to acknowledge that they're leaving from our system and honor the process. Other times we have you know, big emotions that are no longer serving and are ready to dissolve. Now, if that is the case for me, um, I use EFT tapping or Ho'oponopono Opopono. Those are my personal go-tos that I find really um, speeds up the process of releasing heavy emotions. All right, fourth category, and the final one I'm gonna talk about today is your spiritual self-care. So when you have been spending a lot of time in the 3D reality of it all, um, and when you've been in go, go, go mode, I'll get like this if you know my kids have a lot of sports schedule or something like that, and I'm always on the go, um, sometimes I'll really need this spiritual self-care. It's when you forget how majestic and powerful you are, when you forget who you are for a minute, right? When you feel that kind of sting of separation, and this can be really, really subtle, um, but when these things come up, this is when spiritual self-care is really coming to the forefront to ask for attention and prioritizing. So the very first thing I do when I notice it is to reconnect. So reconnect at source, God, creator, universe, you know, whatever word you use there, but reconnect to that energy in any way that draws you. So again, personally, this one's going to either take me back out in nature to recalibrate to the rhythms of the earth, because oftentimes I find when I need spiritual self-care, it's because I've gone off of the natural rhythm of the earth and have clicked into the rhythm of, um, collective consciousness which is like which is just wild and crazy and so fast-paced and like so frantic right now right 
So I reconnect into the rhythm of the earth and that allows me to come back into the right pace, right? So once I'm reconnected into the earth, that, you know, that could be one of the ways that I reconnect. Um, but if that's not possible, so say for example, like I said, if I'm running kids around to sports or things like that, and I just have a few minutes where I can do this self-care for myself, I connect through my heart chakra, I open and connect through the crown chakra and through the root. So it's just that flow of energy connection for me, where it's just about taking the time to stop, to tune in, to feel the connection, to set the intention, to activate that flow, reconnecting myself. Um, and generally from here, my intuition is going to guide me as to what is most needed. So it might be an energy healing. It might be a belief system. Maybe it was just that I needed to reconnect for a minute. Um, it could be, you know, something that's actually creating resistance or it could be a message from my guides, um, or any other piece of information that's going to allow me to fully tap in spiritually. So listening is very important for spiritual self care for, for myself personally. It's having that connection and then, um, asking for, you know, whatever, whatever else. And again, sometimes it's just a matter of reconnecting and coming back within. Now these categories are all tied together. So nothing is ever really separate, but this gives your logical brain something to work with and to create a structure around. From here, it's all about yourself knowing and prioritizing yourself so that divine feminine can come and fill up this space. In my Rise of the Initiate mentorship journey, self-knowing is the very first thing we dive into. With self-knowing as the priority, your entire personal mastery and ascension process is going to feel so much easier as you're going to have the clarity on exactly who you are, why you're here, what you need, and why you need it. So spots are filling up for Rise of the Initiate. If you're resonating with this message, then definitely get all the details in the show notes below and submit your application if you are feeling called. Thank you so much for joining me today.